Hello, guys. Today, we're going to be breaking down the Rachel Levis lawsuit against Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox. There's a lot that we're going to get into from the allegations that she's making in the lawsuit, the actual damages that she she can possibly get, and where she has the strongest and weakest case against Tom and Ariana. So I hope you have some coffee, some popcorn. I hope you have something ready to imbibe on as we break this all down. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, Surf Fresh, all week long. Now, let's dive in. Hi guys, happy Saturday. I know we normally don't do episodes unless there's like an emergency bombshell. And I just figured with everything else that's in the news, like with the Jacks and Britney and breaking up and all that, that's all stuff that we can cover on Monday's episode of the podcast. But I wanted to do a dedicated episode and I didn't want to wait too long. Um, I was thinking of doing this maybe on Friday, but I just figured I had more time to actually look into everything, read up on the lawsuit, read up on the laws here in California before we dove into all of this. So I wanted to just kind of take a beat before we dissected all of this. We haven't done a deep dive in a minute, uh, not since a lot of like the Girardi stuff and the Jen Shaw stuff. So this will be interesting to dive into um, as we learn about revenge porn, as we learn about invasion of privacy laws here in California, eavesdropping laws, um, intentional infliction of emotional distress. We will be getting into all the different crimes here in California, what Rachel is claiming against Tom and Ariana, and what has been said publicly, because Ariana's obviously done interviews about this, Rachel's done interviews about this, so we'll get into all of it, um, and we will dissect it piece by piece. So I hope you are ready. We are streaming this live on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to hit the like button if you are enjoying. Um, I know the live chat is happening right now. I will not be uh, looking at the live chat. Maybe at the end, I'll respond to a couple of questions. But at least for right now, I just want to get through the episode, a clean breakdown, and then um, and then we can maybe do some some live, uh, I'll respond to some live people. But I just want to take it from the top, make it drop. That's some wet and gushy Rachel got. Okay, so news broke this week that Rachel Levis, Rachel, Raquel, Rocky, Rocky, Bang, Bang, whatever you want to call her, she used to be Rachel, and then, like her dog, decided to change her name, and now she's, or she used to be Raquel, and now she's Rachel. Well, she was Rachel, and then she became Raquel, and then now she's back to Rachel. So, Rachel Levis is now suing Tom and Ariana related to this naughty FaceTime video with Tom Sandoval, right? The one that Ariana found on Tom's phone the night uh, that the she became aware of the affair or the night that she claims that she became aware of the affair because that's brought up in the lawsuit as well, um, which kind of exposed their affair, right? So she, Rachel, claims that Tom Sandoval recorded it and Ariana distributed it, which led to an explosion of viewers on Vanderpump Rules, and now she's ready to cash in on it. A year later, interestingly, exactly one year later, which conveniently happens to be the statute of limitations on her claims. Literally one year, exactly, since Ariana found the video at TomTom on March 1st, 2023, and this lawsuit was filed on February 29th, 2024. And since this is a leap year, yes, it is exactly one year. Year. So it was probably like her attorney's like, do you want to do this? Do you not want to do this? Like you have you have one more day. Are you in or are you out? And she's just like, give me the money. Let's go. 
I mean, I would technically affair that I, I would technically argue that it was the affair that led to the explosion of viewers on Vanderpump Rules. It was the show that already had viewers watching Vanderpump Rules. It was all of their lives. Like we were tuning in for the show and the affair made us interested in the show. I would argue it wasn't the actual FaceTime video. Like we weren't watching Vanderpump Rules and we didn't want to watch the finale to watch Raquel rub one out with Tom Sandoval on Vanderpump Rules. Like the FaceTime video isn't what made people tune in. This is where it's going to get interesting. Because my thing is it's like, you know, it, it wasn't the the video itself that made us tune in and it wasn't Ariana's alleged distribution of the video that made us all tune in, which Ariana has d- denied and we'll get into that in just a sec. But my argument is it's the affair. It was um, the fact that there was so much attention on the fact that they were cheating for seven months. That interest in Tom and Ariana's relationship is what made us tune in and Rachel's involvement in this seven-month affair not the actual FaceTime video or Ariana's alleged distribution of the actual FaceTime video, okay? My thought is, I'm just like, she has a lot of nerve, right? To then want, like, I understand her wanting to sue Tom. And again, we'll get into the actual crimes here in California that she's claiming they committed. Um, She has some strong points against Tom and actually potentially a strong case against Ariana. Um which we'll dissect and I'll get your feedback at the end of this. But my my thing is just like, damn, like that's real ballsy of her, right? To like come out after Ariana, like you already stole her man. You know, like when Rachel writes a memoir, she should title it The Audacity of a Mistress at this point because to first take someone's man and then a year later, like when the dust is like finally starting to settle, when all of us are like fatigued and tired of talking about Scandal, we're finally ready to start moving on. And now you want to come for Ariana's bag too? Like the audacity is real, right? The mistress suing the scorned. Ooh, we'll get into what she calls Ariana. Okay, so in the lawsuit, it claims that Rachel Levis was the victim of the predatory and dishonest behavior of an older man who recorded sexually explicit videos, plural videos, of her without her knowledge or consent, which were then distributed, disseminated, and discussed publicly by a scorned woman seeking vengeance, catalyzing the scandal. Big accusations, right? Distribution of this video or videos, because it is plural, they're claiming that there is more than one video. Distribution of the video has yet to be proven, right? Um, I mean, they're correct in saying that this was discussed publicly. That's technically true. The video was referenced on the Vanderpump Rules finale and at the reunion um, where Ariana, or sorry, where, yeah, Ariana explains finding a video on Tom's phone the night that they were all at it, Tom, Tom. So yes, it was discussed, but is discussing it publicly grounds for her lawsuit, especially given that that wasn't the focus of the actual scandal, right? We'll get into that. But Ariana did discuss um, this FaceTime video on Alex Cooper's Call Her Daddy podcast. And she also discusses it again on Sheena's Shenanigans podcast in August 2023, where she denies ever showing it or spreading it to anyone. But yes, technically, the video does get discussed publicly. So Ariana's denied ever distributing it, though. But the lawsuit claims that Ariana found out about the affair after discovering sexually explicit videos, again, plural. However, from what we've heard, it's only been one video. 
um, that we've at least heard about, that TMZ has reported upon, and that Ariana has discussed or referenced. So I'm curious how Rachel's legal team came to the conclusion that there were multiple videos, because I would also imagine that Rachel and Tom had FaceTime sex often in order for there to even be multiple videos, allegedly. Um, I mean, if he has multiple videos of her that were filmed without his consent, then that just tells me of all the different times that they were, you know, being intimate and she was showing her lady parts to Tom Sandoval while he was still dating Ariana Maddox. So she claims that this happened in February 2023, which is right before the scandal broke, which confirms with what Ariana told Andy Cohen at the Vanderpump Rules reunion last year, which she says, um, where she said that the video was recorded the day before she found it on Tom's phone, which was March 1st of last year. So technically the video would have been recorded on what, February 28th, 2023. Damn, we're already in 2024. Yeah. 2023. Um, and it was filmed at Tom Schwartz's apartment, which we also find out. I believe at the reunion as well. So they further claim that Ariana obtained at least two videos and distributed them. Very curious as to which two videos. Also, if they're claiming that this was distributed and discussed publicly, somebody like me that very much was following this case had no idea that there was more than one video. So here you go. Here's evidence that like publicly, we didn't know there were multiple videos until now Rachel's lawsuit is claiming that there were multiple videos. Okay. We're going to get into revenge porn because revenge porn is a really, um, a really good, or it's a really interesting case. I was reading up about it, but we'll, we'll get into that in just a sec. But, um, yeah, Ariana's denied distributing the video. Um, she's also denied ever receiving more than, or never claimed to have received more than one video, even in her call her daddy interview, in her Sheena interview, in her sit down with Andy Cohen at the reunion she really only makes reference to a video, not multiple videos. And in Sheena's podcast, she claims that she only saw about five seconds of that one video, which was never shared or um, shown to anyone. But here's exactly what Ariana said on Sheena's Shenanigans podcast. This is a clip from August 2023 about the allegations after Rachel's last attorney, her former attorney, remember what Lala called the Mickey Mouse attorney? Um, and we had the whole send it to Daryl because she had cease and desist letters sent to all of the cast members in regard to the video, not videos, video. We only know that there are allegedly multiple videos based off of this lawsuit. But here's the clip of Ariana and uh, Sheena discussing it back in August. That, you know, she's mad at Tom, obviously, for recording it in the first place, sure. which also though, contradicts her narrative against women receiving dis disproportionate blame mm. than men. But why do you think, it seems like she's still kind of protecting Tom. Yes, it does. But also to be very clear, I have not shown I know. or sent that video. I don't have it. Mm -hmm. I did not hold on to it for any reason there it wasn't was, sent to the iCloud no, so that video was gone 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 mm -hmm. before i ever even called her on the phone yeah and just so everyone knows i saw about maybe five seconds of that i wasn't sitting there like <sighs> opening popcorn for right. night so i know that she said that that's like that people know about what's in it it's very simple yeah i mean there's you, not I'm not going to get into the details, but there's right. not a lot of 
details. It's very right straightforward. So it's like I would love to see her name the people you know who have supposedly seen this well that's the thing is it's just like it's really it's really fucked up to try to even my well the other thing is that my lawyer made all of that very clear the second that she sent when she sent uh cease and desist to the entire cast as right. a precaution definitely think that's a great idea mm-hmm. i think that's the right thing to do mm-hmm. uh totally understand why that would be sent out great precaution to take you should take that precaution Mm -hmm. my lawyer responded to said precaution with very thorough very clear information Mm -hmm. that proved and showed it was like absolutely not here you go here's proof all this stuff right Mm -hmm. and i think regardless of anything we can all agree if she was recorded without her consent. Like, that is a big issue. That is a big you issue. Know? And that is something that she should address with him. With directly. Him. Okay. So that's what Ariana had to say on Sheena's podcast about it. Okay. And I know I said I wasn't going to peep into the live chat, um, but I did for like two seconds. And I already see, and this is why I didn't want to pop into the live chat, because I already see people being like, well, Rachel must have some evidence. Otherwise, she wouldn't make this claim. First of all, in any sort of lawsuit, you can make any sort of claim. Um, doesn't mean like again she's also you know she posted a video claiming she that cases like this can receive up to one billion dollars in damages so again just because somebody claims something in a civil lawsuit doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily make it fact i just want to clarify that also when it comes to distribution we will get into this because people are like we're born revenge porn whether they sent it to the internet or whether they sent it from one person's phone to another person's phone that's still revenge porn we will get into the details of what the law specifically says in regards to revenge porn because I think there's a lot of misinformation from these Nancys on Twitter. Okay, we'll get into it in just a sec. But in addition to Ariana's denial on Sheena's podcast, we also see Ariana's text thread with Rachel at the Vanderpump Rules reunion during her sit down with Andy Cohen where that night we see that she did text Rachel saying, you're dead to me. Okay, and then Rachel texts her two days later, 48 hours after, which Ariana says, you know, I didn't even hear from her for another 48 hours after I found out about the scandal. And then, you know, Rachel's big apology was that she fucked up and she, you know, felt bad. What she did was wrong that she fucked up. And so Ariana then responded, calling her a rat and blocking her phone number. So we don't ever hear this speculation that seems to be going on online about Ariana sending the video to Rachel directly or get any confirmation that Ariana sent it to herself directly. That That's all online rumors and speculation. We don't have any confirmation of that. And based off of what Ariana's attorney sent to Rachel last year after receiving the cease and desist, it seems that they have confirmation and proof that Ariana did not do those things. Again, we're going to get into the specific crimes and how they relate to Ariana because it's interesting that she even decided to name Ariana in this lawsuit. We'll get into it. But Sheena, even as we heard when she interviewed Ariana, she also claims that she never saw the video, that they only knew of the video because Ariana spoke about the video. This is where the uh, case of revenge porn is going to get very dicey um, because speaking about the video and Ariana's potential intention about speaking about the video, like that's where it it gets messy. Um, But so Ariana stated that she texts Sheena telling her about the affair. The night that she discovered it, she texts Sheena about the affair. Um, 
before they all got on the phone and started discussing it in the back of the Uber and Sheena and, and Rachel were in New York. Remember, it was Tom and Ariana and Sheena and Rachel and they were all going back and forth and Tom and Ariana were in the back of the Uber and Sheena and Rachel were out in New York um, where Rachel claims that Sheena punched her and Sheena's denied that and the TRO, the temporary restraining order against Sheena was ultimately dropped. But Rachel has continued to uh, claim that Sheena has assaulted her. Sheena did admit on Vanderpump Rules, though, that she sh- she pushed her. She That Rachel, I guess, came towards Sheena, and she pushed her back, and she's like, I don't know if my nail scratched her or her face got scratched on something else, but she's like, I did shove her. I didn't punch her, and the allegation in the police report that Rachel filed was that Sheena punched her and caused that scar on her face. That was ultimately not pursued, though. Rachel dropped it ahead of the reunion. But, like... Sheena, Sheena and Ariana never claimed that the video was sent around anywhere. There are never any claims that Ariana sent the video to Sheena directly. And Ariana also kind of makes the point. She's like, why would I want to spread that video around? I think she says it on Call Her Daddy. She's like, why would I want that video to get up? Why would I want that circulated? Like, it's literally like, why would I want to spread Raquel's coochie to anyone else? Like, Raquel's doing a good enough job spreading her own coochie all around town. Why would I want to send a video of that? And it's true. If you find a video of the mistress, like, why would you, why would you want to spread? Like, why would you think to send that to anyone? Um, Again, I don't know. But um, Rachel also, while she's not suing Bravo or Evolution or NBC, she's claiming, which is also strange that she even brings them up in this, but she's claiming that they misled Rachel to believe that she could not publicly speak out about her affair, which is a weird accusation because all of her cast members were doing so. Everybody was doing interviews at that time. So it's a weird allegation that she says that, they misled her to believe she couldn't talk about Scandaval publicly. Even Tom himself went on Howie Mandel. Ariana went on Call Her Daddy. So, like, everybody was doing interviews and talking about it on their podcast at that time. So it's weird that she was claiming that she felt gagged and bound, that she couldn't discuss Scandaval publicly to tell her side of the story. But they also gave Rachel, in case, you know, she forgot, because it doesn't seem like she remembers things very correctly, um... They gave Rachel her own one-on-one sit-down interview with Andy Cohen at the Vanderpump Rules reunion where they even put up the title card that this was Rachel's opportunity to share her side of the story without being interrupted by any other cast members, to have her story be told in her own words in a one-on-one. And in addition to that, they also allowed Rachel to film a follow-up confessional after the reunion. Remember the the, the final five minutes that aired at the end of part three? where Rachel reveals that, you know, Tom told her to lie about the affair. So she was given multiple opportunities by the network to tell her side of the story. So for her to be like, I was misled to believe that I couldn't talk about this or I couldn't share my side of the story, I couldn't tell my truth, the reunion debunks that altogether. And her attorney references these illegal NDAs, which is Bethany terms, illegal NDAs, which... I assume is how Rachel felt so misled by the network, even though she later went on to give Bethany Frankel a sit down one-on-one tell all interview without any fear of breaching any of Bravo's NDAs at that point. So I'm confused as to how she felt misled by them. Number one. And number two, how this relates to why she's suing Tom and Ariana now, maybe because she didn't feel like she could sue them before. 
Why? Because when you sent the cease and desist letter originally, there was no, Ariana denied your claims. And according to Ariana, her attorneys provided proof that your claims were false, that anybody was spreading that information. And not only that, but you discussed this on Bethany's podcast months ago. So it's not that you now suddenly feel like you're safe and you're willing to fight back these illegal NDAs because you've spoken out against the illegal NDAs when you went on Bethany's podcast. Doesn't make sense. Also, it's literally the day of the one-year anniversary. So it kind of felt like it wasn't that you suddenly got brave. It's just that, I, honestly, I don't even understand her logic a lot of the times. It's, it, found, it sounds like she went from her Mickey Mouse attorney to an ambulance chaser. She should have hired Ronald Richards. But it sounds like she went from a Mickey Mouse attorney to an ambulance chaser, and now she just has a big net that she's trying to, uh, she's trying to cash in on. But now those are the allegations against Tom and Ariana, right? She also makes some additional, in my opinion, egregious claims regarding like Bravo's hostile work environment. Again, how that relates to Tom and Ariana in the FaceTime. Sure. But she also apparently claims that Ariana actually found out about the affair in December of 2022 and that Ariana instructed them to, to keep their affair under wraps for the sake of a storyline. Something I also don't believe because why haven't Tom or Rachel revealed this information prior? Tom's done multiple interviews. He was on Howie Mandel. He was on Two Teas in a Pod. He has his Tom or Everybody Loves Tom podcast. Rachel has her own podcast. Rachel did her Bethany interview. Nobody has ever revealed this information and it's been an entire year. This information hasn't even leaked to TMZ and TMZ has been getting leaks left and right. And Rachel's slipping stuff to the the releasing statements and exclusive sources that have photos of her mom's bitten hand from their dog. So, you know, Rachel, there are a lot of leaks over there. Surprised that this bit of information has not leaked sooner. So I don't believe this, right? Because Tom had no problem outing that Ariana was threatening to hurt herself. And Tom had no problem with his claims that Ariana, you know, assaulted him or hit him. Um, there are all the claims that Rachel made on her podcast with Bethany so if this were true, one, explain why allegedly, as Rachel claims, Sheena punched you that night in New York if this wasn't the night that everybody actually found out. If, you know, why was there such a, a mega uproar from Ariana if she'd already heard this information two, three months ago? Because especially, two, Rachel claims that Ariana wanted them to keep things under wraps. So if Ariana found a private FaceTime video on Tom's phone, that's not publicly released anywhere. So it's technically still under wraps maybe she was grossed out by it but if she already knew about the affair i don't think ariana would have had the reaction that she had um rachel also claims that bravo used scandaval and this facetime video specifically to make rachel out to be the villain that season however variety then obtained an email exchange from march 2023 between rachel's former attorney the mickey mouse attorney and production where they mutually agreed not to air any talk of the FaceTime video, which I remember when I was watching the show, and I think I brought this up on the podcast at that time as well. I was like, it's weird that they didn't discuss the FaceTime video because TMZ reported on the FaceTime video, and so that's how we know Ariana found out about the affair. I assumed that it was just a legality. Now we have the email confirmation that shows that it was an intentional decision to not further embarrass Rachel on the show, which counteract the claims that they intentionally wanted to harm Rachel's reputation by making her out to be the villain. I'm sorry, sweetie, you can do all battle by yourself. You and Tom fucked each other and lied about it and didn't tell production about it, and then it got exposed. You did some bad deeds, 
And a lot of people are like, oh, well, she let it go. She's a young girl. She's fucking 30. And people are also like, oh, but she, you know, it was a mistake. She made a mistake. She didn't accidentally fall on Sandoval's dick. She intentionally screwed him and lied about it on camera and to Ariana's face for seven months, as did Sandoval. Okay, but Sandoval's not the one filing the lawsuit here, Um, which I want to be clear. He is wrong in recording Rachel, and we're going to get into that when we break down each of the crimes. All right, let me get off my soapbox. But my thing is they're probably hoping to win this case and then use this case to go after Bravo next or to go after NBC. Like if they can get this smaller win, then they can be like, see, there are damages. There was proof that this was done. You enabled this. You allowed these people to harm this woman's mental health, et cetera, et cetera. And then they have a stronger case against Bravo. That's my own conjecture. I don't have any confirmation of that. I'm just assuming since Bravo and NBC aren't named here and it the source that leaked this or that sent this to deadline also claims that it wasn't within the right that suing the network was within the realm of possibility down the line. But right now it's just not something that was, you know, a point of consideration. Now, we do know that this was discussed on camera by Rachel and Tom Sandoval, because remember there were the, the reports back then by TMZ uh, claiming that Tom Sandoval threw a tantrum and was demanding that they cut and not air bits of the convo between he and Rachel regarding the FaceTime video. He threatened to stop filming altogether. They ultimately ended up cutting that conversation, um, which again is part of the reference between Rachel's attorney and production where they agreed that they're not going to air anything in reference to the FaceTime video. I assumed that it was in that conversation that Rachel potentially learned that there was more than one recording. Um, but again, we have no proof that there was more than one recording. I don't know if she's seen more than one, if Tom admitted to there being more than one. From what Ariana has spoken out about publicly, there's only been one video, and she claims she only saw about five seconds of that video because she wasn't going to sit there and watch Tom and Rachel masturbate on FaceTime. We also saw them discussing the affair, but not the actual FaceTime video combo, Tom and Rachel, right? Remember? And she's like, oh, my God, this like blew up like so much more than we thought that it was going to be. And he's like, I know. And then they're like, they want to make us out to be the villains as if they haven't ever done stuff like this before. And on Bethany's podcast, you know, the number one podcast in the entire galaxy, Rachel claimed that um, he told her, Tom told her that he recorded the video because of how beautiful she looked in it, which is disgusting. And he is disgusting for recording this. Um, So that's the claim, right? that this is all related to this specific FaceTime video, which was obtained without her consent, without her knowledge. It was distributed, and then that's what blew up Scandival. It's a bit of a stretch. But so now what is she suing them for exactly? Let's get into this, okay? We're going to break it down piece by piece, so take notes. So she's suing them for one, eavesdropping, two, revenge porn, Three, invasion of privacy. And four, intentional infliction of emotional distress. If anybody's seen Judge Judy, you know everybody's always got to tackle on emotional distress. But we'll get into each of these laws and the potential damages. But let's start with revenge porn because that's the one that everyone seems to be talking about the most. And like if, she, if, if it was sent from one phone to another phone, that's revenge porn. Rah, rah, rah. Okay, calm down, Nancy. Um, anyway. I had questions about this being a case of revenge porn because I remember the case against Rob Kardashian when Black China was suing him for revenge porn. Because remember, they were dating. He posted photos, intimate photos of her online that she claims were posted without her consent. And then that was a whole thing. I believe that case was settled back in 2022. 
So it sounds like maybe she did have a strong case and he just decided to pay her out. I don't know. Chris Jenner came in and she's like, here you go. Shut up and take your money. The case was settled in 2022. I believe it originally started in 2017. Um, but I remember the revenge porn case. I remember because that was the first, from what I remember, like big celebrity revenge porn case that we saw. This was prior to sex tapes leaking online when it actually started to become a real and substan- substantial like issue that you could sue for, right? So according to Crone, Israels, and Stark attorneys at law, California legislators passed a revenge porn law, making it a crime for anyone to post online photos or videos of someone's intimate body part body parts without consent. The revenge porn law is often considered a type of non-consensual pornography, okay? Revenge porn is a phrase that refers to the posting of intimate photos of someone on the internet in an effort to get even with them. So immediately my thoughts are like, okay, well, how is this a case of revenge porn if the video or videos, alleged videos, were never released publicly, never posted online, nor did it appear that they were ever shared in an effort to seek revenge against Rachel. Like they weren't shared with the intention of embarrassing her or trying to get even with her. So my head was, how is this a revenge porn case then if there's no revenge and the porn was never publicly released, right? Because we never saw any of it. We didn't even, we were tired of talking about Rachel's coochie until she decided to bring her coochie back into court. And now she, now we can't stop talking about Rachel's coochie because now she's suing for her coochie on the FaceTime video. But again, referencing the Black, uh, the Black China and Rob case, I believe that he posted her nudes with the intention of embarrassing her after they got into an argument. So he was intentionally trying to, um, get even with her by posting those on the internet for everybody to see her without her consent, right? Kron, Israels, and Stark continue by claiming, in most revenge porn cases, the distribution of sexually related images and videos occurs by posting them on the internet without the victim knowing or allowing it. Okay, so in order to be convicted of revenge porn, the prosecutor has to prove all of the elements of the crime beyond any reasonable doubt. Okay, I believe in a civil case, the burden of proof is only 51%, though. Um, But anyway, so this is what you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you possessed an image of an intimate body part of an identifiable person, or they were engaged in in sexual intercourse, sodomy, oral copulation, or masturbation, right? So you're in possession of this image or video. You had a mutual understanding that they would remain private. So you have, you, you're in possession. You understood that this was supposed to stay private. Three, you intentionally distributed the image. And four, you knew the distribution of the image would cause serious emotional distress to the person, Okay, and lastly, the victim who is depicted affected, uh, depicted actually suffered serious emotional distress as a result of it being leaked. Right, it's going to be tough um, because again, this was never published on the internet. It was never made public. Public that information. The only reason we found out about it is because TMZ reported on it. Um, and it never, it was never shown on the show. They never, we never saw Rachel's coochie on Vanderpump Rules. It wasn't shown, and they edited around the conversations regarding this FaceTime. But 
If convicted of revenge porn, you can face, here's where we get into, you know, penalties, damages, jail time, right? Which we'll get into with each of these crimes. So if convicted of revenge porn, which I also want to be clear, there are no criminal charges that are being pursued against Tom or Ariana. It's a civil lawsuit, okay? But should this become criminal, if convicted of revenge porn, you can face up to six months in a county jail, a fine of up to $1,000, and misdemeanor summary probation. So it's considered a misdemeanor crime. Again, that's only if it were pursued criminally, which at this point, it is not being pursued criminally. Rachel wants money. She said, bitch better have my money. Money by Monday, Randall, is what Rachel and her attorney are saying. Again, ambulance chaser. He was wrong. I want to be very clear. Tom was wrong. But again, I don't know if this specific case where he recorded her without consent is revenge porn. And is Tom the one that did the revenge porn? Is Ariana the one that committed the revenge porn? Because Ariana didn't. uh, She is not the one that obtained this. this, um, She didn't take this. She seemingly was not in possession um, she was not under the understanding that it was to remain private because she didn't even know that this wasn't taped without Rachel's consent, um, intentionally distributed the image. Again, that is yet to be proven, but it was never released online. Um, and knowing that sharing it would cause serious emotional distress. Again, these are things that she's going to have to prove in court. But again, it was never published or released publicly anywhere. But from looking at the common defenses against it, I mean, Tom and Ariana's legal teams can fight back on the lack of intent, which I just explained, and the lack of emotional distress, claiming that the exposure from the affair is what led to the emotional distress and her being on TV led to emotional distress by opening herself up as a public figure, but not the video itself. Right. It's different of like a, you know, Paris Hilton sex tape, a Kim Kardashian sex tape, which I know some people are like, they leaked them intentionally. Beside the point here. Those sex tapes being released publicly and being made available to the public could cause emotional distress because now they're embarrassed because they feel violated. Right. Um, Which, as far as we know, nobody aside from Tom and Ariana have ever seen this video slash alleged videos. So I don't know how strong a case against revenge porn she actually has. Now let's get into eavesdropping because here's where I think she has a stronger case. So according to Shouse California Law Group, eavesdropping is defined as using an electronic amplifying or recording device to listen in on another person's confidential communication. The offense can be prosecuted as either a misdemeanor or a felony and carries a maximum sentence of three years in jail. Again, It is not being pursued criminally. It is only being pursued civilly. She wants some money, okay? So here is where I think she has the strongest case against Tom since California is a two-party consent state, meaning both parties have to agree to be filmed in order for it to be considered legal. Uh, And the code itself, actually, it reads, a person who intentionally and without the consent record records someone shall be punished by a fine not exceeding $2,500 per violation or imprisonment. Again, this is where I think she has the strongest case against Tom because she claims that he filmed her without consent, which is eavesdropping, essentially, which he admitted to and she revealed on Bethany's podcast. There's no real viable case that Tom can make against this claim other than claiming to have proof that she gave him consent, which it doesn't appear she did. Um, But according to Rachel, he admitted to it and she can 
possibly subpoena the unaired footage from Evolution where they do discuss this on camera. Um, okay, let's talk about in the invasion of privacy laws. So this is from Kraut Criminal and DUI Lawyers. With the spread of technology comes the risk that some people may use recording devices for unlawful purposes. In response to these concerns, the state legislator has enacted California's invasion of privacy law, which makes it illegal to commit various invasion of privacy offenses. In order to be found guilty, again, they're not being charged criminally, in order to be found guilty, there are certain elements that need to take place. One, you are viewing or peeking in on someone in an area that someone is occupying, which is a which has a reasonable reasonable expectation of privacy. Two, you're using an instrument or device to do so, i.e., a camera, phone, binoculars, peephole, whatever. You have some vehicle in which you are viewing this person, where they were under the impression that that they were not being. Uh, that they were private, right? And three, it has to be done with the intent to invade their privacy. So now intent's a big one. Intent, I feel like, is hard to prove because invasion of privacy, I mean, she, she has a strong case of invasion of privacy against Tom, right? Eavesdropping and invasion of privacy, absolutely. They would have to prove intent to some to some degree, um, it also claims that the defendant must have used a concealed device to secretly record an unidentifiable person or sorry, an identifiable person without consent or knowledge with the intent of sexual arousal or invasion of privacy. So in this case, I think she can prove that, I mean, why else would he record a naughty FaceTime video between the two of them if it wasn't going to be for sexual arousal, right? It was a nude video of himself and Rachel. Well, he was at Schwartz's house, but like, why else would he keep that? And he, according to her on Bethany's podcast, claimed that he did because she looked so beautiful. So I think she can prove that he definitely did this for sexual arousal. So again, strong case against Tom, not so much against Ariana, because I don't think Ariana was eavesdropping on her, nor was Ariana um, intentionally trying to invade her privacy. Ariana didn't even realize that she was going to come across this video. She happened to come across it and reacted to it. Um, now, according to Kraut, invasion of privacy is a misdemeanor that's punishable by up to six months in jail and a fine of $1,000 for first-time offenders. For a second-time or subsequent violation, the defendant can be sentenced up to a year in jail and a $2,000 fine. Again, no criminal charges have been filed. At this point, they cannot be filed because the statute of limitations has expired. So she's only pursuing this civilly. She's looking to get some money out of them. Okay. So these fines, $1,000, $2,500, $2,000, those aren't fines that they would have to pay Rachel. Those are only fines that they would have to pay should they be found guilty of a crime. But there are no criminal charges being pursued. Lastly, we have intentional infliction of emotional distress. Everybody's favorite to sue for, right? So I always got to tackle that on. So now here's where she may have a case against Ariana. Um, so according to Strauss Law in California, you can bring a claim for intentional infliction of emotional distress if someone's outrageous conduct causes you to suffer emotional distress and it was done intentionally or with the reckless disregard for its effect, okay? I assume that she can argue Tom caused this, but Ariana further perpetuated it by discussing it publicly on the show and then in interviews. Again, the audacity of her to claim emotional distress 
where I feel Ariana can very clearly counter sue her for emotional distress because I would argue a seven-month affair that gets exposed, um, you know, definitely done with reckless disregard for its effect. And Ariana's reaction documented on camera shows her suffering emotional distress. Uh, but here's where I think Rachel can get the most money because we have uh, compen... I can never say this word compensatory damages and punitive damages. Compensatory damages are actual damages and punitive damages are like attacked or yeah, added on damages that you can earn because, you know, you, you suffered or whatever. But now in order to claim intentional infliction of emotional distress here in California, you must be able to prove that one, the defendant's conduct was outrageous. So that means what Ariana did was so outrageous. What Tom did was so outrageous um, the conduct was either reckless or intended to cause emotional distress. I mean, she can argue that Ariana seen the video and sharing the video again, if she can prove that which Ariana's denied, then that was reckless. Um, and as a result of the defendant's conduct, number three, as a result of the defendant's conduct, you suffered severe emotional distress, right? Grief, anxiety, shame, humiliation, etc. But it must be proven to have been severe and unbearable, right? So you would need, I'm assuming, medical records or just some sort of proof that shows she, I mean, she did go into a mental facility, mental health care facility. But now when it comes to damages, like I said, we have actual damages and then we have punitive damages. Actual damages are the actual money somebody lost as a result of it, right? So I would assume she's going to, probably try to argue she lost endorsement deals. Um, she lost her salary for the next season of Vanderpump Rules. I don't feel like she lost either of those, to be honest. I feel like she electively opted out of those. Uh, she wanted more money from Vanderpump Rules. They declined to give it to her, uh, or they declined to give her what she was asking for, so they she willingly opted out. That doesn't sound like she lost out because you know of her coochie video. It sounds like she lost out because she got greedy. What did Bethany say? Pigs eat and hogs get slaughtered. There you go. But with the endorsement deals and or all the other deals like to do mass singer or special forces or stars on Mars or dance with the stars, like they were all offered those things. You're going to tell me that, that special for, or maybe not special forces, but like a show like, um, stars on Mars or what other one did Sandoval do? Uh, the mass singer, you're going to tell me that Rachel wouldn't have had those opportunities. Like if Sandoval, who's one of the most hated men in America, as he's claiming, and according to the New York Times, if he was getting those opportunities, why I, you're going to tell me she wasn't offered any opportunities? She was absolutely offered them. But, you know, listen, she decided to spend her time in a mental health facility. facility. That was her choice. That was an elective decision. Unless she argues that her mental health was so bad that she had no other choice to go there. And then, you know, she couldn't take these opportunities. But she also chose to extend her stay. It gets very dicey, right? But they would have to prove... In, in terms of like loss of income, I would think they would have to prove that there was a contract that was actively in negotiations and that the other party pulled out of that contract specifically because of the release of this video, right? And they would have to be able to prove that in court in order to win that, I would assume, right? That's my own assumption is that because, listen, I've been in situations where, you know, you have to prove certain things. I remember... Um, actually, no, that's related to another case, but, um, but I mean, you have to be able to prove that there, you lost your income, you know, as a result of this one thing specifically, because that's what you're claiming. 
And again, it's all referencing back to the specific FaceTime video. I do think she has a strong case, um, or sorry, I don't think that she has a strong case for actual damages against Tom and Ariana. Maybe punitive damages, that's probably what she's fighting for the most is punitive damages, but punitive damages ultimately are subjective at the end of the day. The judge decides what you deserve in punitive damages. Um, they're awarded with, they're only awarded with cases that have clear and convincing evidence that the defendant is guilty of said accusation or crime. So she has to prove that they are guilty of these crimes and that they caused harm and the judge will then determine how much, you know, like Taylor Swift, when she won her punitive damages case, uh, she won $1 in punitive damages because that's all she was seeking, right? It was more of like a, a statement that she was trying to make. But in California, there's no cap for punitive damages, which is why Rachel then posted on her Instagram this interview with this attorney speaking about the case um, where this woman, you know, references revenge porn cases and claims that, you know, in the past we've seen damages up to $1 billion in a revenge porn case. And I'm just like, great. Rachel thinks that this is the case of a $1 billion coochie and she's posting about it to show that like revenge porn cases have a potential cap of $1 billion. And I'm like, is her coochie really that expensive? And if it is, why does she give it up to Scandaval, right? Listen, that mental health facility did a number on her self-esteem. If she's posting videos about a potential egregious amount of money that she could possibly potentially win from her case. Now, is she saying, hey, I'm suing for $1 billion? no. She's not claiming, hey, I want $1 billion. But the fact that she even posted a video where that is the basis of the fact that there's potential within a case like this to receive up to $1 billion, <sighs> clown behavior. But again, that $1 billion was for a revenge porn case. After looking at California's revenge porn laws, I don't know if they have such a cut and dry solid case against Tom and Ariana or Tom or Ariana for revenge porn. Again, it was not distributed publicly. It was not posted online. It was not shared with the intention of embarrassing her. Um, and they would have to prove that the intention was to embarrass her. It's a lot easier in a Robin China case, right, where it's posted on social media, right? It's posted publicly. So you're trying to publicly shame someone. In this case, even if Ariana sent it from Tom's phone to her phone, how was that done with the intention of embarrassing Rachel? And did she ultimately embarrass Rachel at the end of it? No, because the video never came out. It was never distributed. Eavesdropping and invasion of privacy, sure. I think those, you know, those are, there are some strong cases against those. We'll have to see. I mean, I'm pretty sure she'll get some sort of damages out of Tom for eavesdropping and invasion of privacy for sure. Um, but I think the only thing she can really cash in on with those is punitive damages. Actual damages, I feel like, would be hard to fight. Maybe her bill at the medical facility. Cause she was like, listen, I had to go to this facility. You know, I had to pay for it. But I also feel like going to the mental facility was a bit elective. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. But, I mean, I assume she can sue for attorney's fees. She can sue for the medical facility. And she can sue for punitive damages if she has contracts that prove that she lost out on a contract specifically because of the scandal or specifically because of the FaceTime video. Then, you know, we'll see. I mean, I think Rachel's really cashing in on a very sympathetic judge that she must hope listens to her podcast about all the trauma that she's previously endured that, you know, forced her to fuck Tom Sandoval and lie about it for seven months. I don't know. What do you think? 
drop a comment below, um, leave a review. After looking at everything, how are you feeling about Rachel's case against Tom and Ariana? I'm reluctantly going to look into the live chat and see what other people are saying and maybe respond to some of this. Um, all right, let's see. Mary Beth says, I'm confused. She didn't decide to go to the mental health facility before this all blew up. Um, I mean, it was over the stuff. Again, you'd have to really like dissect the timeline of everything and did it blow up while she, I mean, I feel like it was blowing up while she was there because she kept releasing statements to the press. Remember, she kept giving statements out to different news sources, which continued to further exacerbate it. So I would imagine they would pull that into question as well. Um, let's see. Mallory says they won't even be able to talk about the lawsuit until it's settled, Right presumably, I'm assuming you mean on the show, yeah, they would likely not be able to, um, likely not be able to discuss it until it's settled, which could take years. Look at the Robin China case that started in 2017. It wasn't settled until 2022. Lawyers are probably on contingency. Yes, they are. I would assume she's not paying them out of pocket. She contributed not a damn thing under the scandal. Who, Ariana, until, oh, she contributed not a damn thing until the scandal. Who, Ariana or, or um, uh, Rachel? Um, Emily D. Baker, help us talk through this shit. Emily and Law Nerds, mount up, please. Yes, we love Emily and the Law Nerds. Um, I hope she's covering it. You put in work doing all that research. Listen, I try to. You know, people think I'm dumb, um, but, like, I tried to research things and look into things and read court documents. And, you know, again, I didn't get into like the deep stuff about her claims against the network or her claims against, you know, Ariana finding out about the affair sooner because that's not the meat of what she's actually suing for. I just wanted people to understand the details, what she's suing for, what the potential is, how strong of a case they, you know, she has against them. Um, so hopefully this was... Somewhat enlightening, <sighs> Michelle Cop says, Rachel has no morals, so please go away. My thing is, none of us were talking about this until she decided to bring it up again. You know, we're begrudgingly getting through Vanderpump Rules. We're also over Scandaval, but nobody was talking about Raquel's coochie until she decided to bring it back into court and sue for it. She needs a new manager and a new PR person. Um, I mean, yeah. Can we sue Mark Zuckerberg for invading our privacy and sharing it with others? Um, I do believe that you sign over your rights when you agree to join cer certain social platforms and you say, hey, I understand that I do not have a, ri a full right to privacy in this case. So unfortunately, Mary, I don't think you can sue Mark Zuckerberg because you did agree to have your information used when you signed the terms um, uh, on Facebook. Um, Jen Willow has been a member for two months Says love the Zach pack on a Saturday. Yes, guys. I just figured, you know, we might as well do a, a Saturday to break this all down. So that way we had a dedicated episode and we didn't give too much t lull time. Nicole Keegan with the super sticker. Thank you, Nicole Keegan. Nicole Keegan. Woo woo. Thank you, Nicole. Appreciate you. Uh, Tay Tay, the savior has been a member for three months. Tay Tay says, leave Ariana out of this lawsuit, Rachel. I agree. Um, 
Mallory V, who's been a member for 17 months, says, so happy you're deep diving the fucking audacity. I agree. I miss a good deep dive. I love a good deep dive. We haven't done deep dives since like the Girardi and the Jen Shaw stuff. So let's get it. Um, maybe we'll do a deep dive of the Erica and Marco Marco case. The reason I haven't covered it is because there isn't anything too new. I know a lot of people are like, what's going Erica, there's like the news has been um, Erica loses in court she technically didn't lose in court um the case is just moving forward right i think she wanted to have the case dismissed and the judge is like you know what let's actually look at what this case actually is so i believe the case is moving forward it's not so much that she lost anything other than the case is moving forward so it will now be you know you'll hear both sides and we'll see you know ultimately what the the determination is maybe i'll do a deep dive into that because i have a lot of questions about that and how Marco Marco was handling their billing and what they admitted on record and what they admitted via email, which ultimately led to their arrest. Um, we have to remember they wouldn't have been arrested if there wasn't evidence to prove that they had committed fraud um, or if there wasn't their own admission that they were improperly charging her Amex card. So there's a lot to that. Um, Janice, welcome. Janice is a new member. Janice Ingram, welcome to the Zach Pack. And then we have Tay-Tay with the super chat. Tay-Tay says, I'm for Rachel going against Sandoval. I believe he took advantage of her, but going against Ariana, she can miss me with that. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Tay-Tay. Go after Sandoval. He's the one that committed this crime. But if you really want to hold him accountable, then have him charged criminally. Why is she uh, trying to sue him civilly? Hmm. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Having something dismissed is a win in my book. Yeah, it's a win. Having it dismissed, for sure. Um, LOL, loving the comments. Uh, Rachel really went full Nini Brandy. Yeah, for sure. Revenge porn is never okay. It's that simple. You're right, Dee Dee. Revenge porn is never okay. It is that simple. The issue is whether or not this is a case of revenge porn. I'm not sure how much you were paying attention because we're now 53 minutes into this recording. I suggest you take it from the top, make it drop and listen to everything. Maybe get your handy dandy little notebook and take some notes because we broke down what a revenge porn case is. We referenced the Rob Kardashian and China case, which was ultimately settled again back in 2022. And whether or not this is a case of revenge porn has yet to actually be proven. From my understanding, it doesn't appear to be a case of revenge porn, which is why I said eavesdropping and invasion of privacy were the two um, claims that she has the strongest case against. Okay. Thank you for joining the live chat, Dee Dee. I hope you have a lovely Saturday. Um, all about money. Thank I agree, Kirsten. Uh, Mimir says, Zach, I appreciate your impartial and informed approach when doing a deep dive. You have a unique yet professional journalistic style. Thank you. I appreciate that. Listen, I threw plenty of shade. I don't know how um, impartial I was because I was a little shady at some points. But listen, I gave you the information objectively. I inserted some of my thoughts and opinions through a little shade. That's what you're going to get when you come and, and watch my show. Zach, I got pet insurance with your link the other day. Woo, woo, yay. ASPCA pet health insurance. Holla, we love it. Congrats, Crispy. Crispy treat. Um, LMAO DD gets schooled. Listen, don't come in here and be dumb. Kristen, grow up. You are like school. Okay, well, we're not going to fight in the live chat, guys. Come on. Save your fighting for the courtroom. Um... Yeah, yes, best Asian influencer, YouTube celebrity, Zach. Guys, I'm not Asian. I appreciate the sentiment. I really do, but I'm not Asian, and I can show you my... Not that there's anything wrong with being Asian. 
I just am not. I'm Hispanic. Um, people often confuse me, but yeah. I, thank you. Thank you, though, Daniela. I appreciate I know you didn't mean any. I'm not offended by it. I'm personally not. I want to make it clear. You did not offend me in any way. I just I'm Hispanic. I'm not Asian. Um, the reason they can they can't go after Tom maybe because New York is one of is a one consent recording state. That video was supposedly recorded in New York. <gasps> oh, Anna. Ooh, look at Anna looking at things. This is why we have the Zach pack on the case. That is right, Anna, because this was filmed. Supposedly, it was filmed on February 28th, 2023. So we have to find out when Rachel... Well, no, but it was recorded in California, even though Rachel was in New York. Well, I don't know. That's going to be hard. I'm pretty sure Tom's attorneys are going to fight back at that because Rachel was in New York. Remember, because Ariana said that it was the video was filmed from the night prior. When did they arrive in New York for Watch What Happens Live? We would have to review Sheena's um, vlog to see if they arrived on the 1st or if they arrived on the 28th because we would have to know where Rachel was when the video was recorded. We know that Tom Sandoval was in California at Tom Schwartz's house recording this. So it was it was obtained and filmed in California. I would assume it would fall under California law. But that's a good point, Anna. Thank you for bringing that up. Whew. Um, that is my thinking. If you want someone to pay out, go legally over legality over civil. Um, I believe in mental health, but how does this help her mental health by dragging this out? I agree. A lot of people have brought that up. Um, a lot of people have brought that up. How does this, it, I, if anything, I feel like the more she exposes her, herself to the media, um, it just further, um, opens her up to struggle men with her mental health because she continues to expose herself. And clearly the exposure is not healthy for her, according to her own claims. Um, Christopher said, it's their opinions. that like, You can have an opinion, but it doesn't mean your opinion's right. And if your opinion is dumb, I'm going to school you, Christopher. Period. End of story. Uh, Lent has gone sideways. Oh, yeah, because I said I was going to give up being a bitch for Lent. Sorry, I guess. Lent has really... Listen, there's not much time left. Um, desperate is all I think when I think of Rachel and even Tom now. Yeah, Danielle. I mean, it's not looking positive for them. I don't think you look Asian. You don't have... You do have cheekbones from the gods. Oh, thank you, Crispy Treat. I appreciate that. Um, how is she going to claim that Ariana knew all along, then say that Tom made her lie about the affair? Another indiscrepancy. Good point. Uh, to sue Ariana, that takes a lot of sandy balls. I truly do not believe that she is doing... Uh, I truly do not believe she is doing this to her. Tom, yeah, but Ariana, hell to the no, no, no. Um, for revenge porn, you have to have had release to release it to the public. That's my understanding. Um, revenge porn laws do specifically reference it being published and released publicly with the intention of embarrassing somebody. I think revenge porn is just a buzzworthy term that we have known about, that we've heard about because it's become a lot more popular. Again, we have the Kardashian case about revenge porn. So I think that they just decided to tackle that on. I think they know that they don't have a strong case of, of revenge porn or they're going to try to really fight. It. I mean, listen, they're going to try to fight all of the claims. We'll see what sticks. Um, I have a question though. Didn't Ariana show the video and send it to other friends? Not according to Ariana. Again, guys, don't. 
we played the clip of what Ariana claimed on Sheena's podcast. She said that she never shared it with anybody. She never uh, sent it to anybody. And she's like, why would I send that? Why would I send Raquel's coochie to anybody else? Like, that's disgusting. She's like, the video disgusted me and I only saw about five seconds of it. I wasn't going to send it to anybody because why would I want to do that? She's like, you know. Um, oh, Zach, your research is so thorough and amazing. I love and respect. Thank you. I appreciate that, you guys. I do, I do, I do. Um, Jay says, hello, Zach. Hasn't Ariana been earning a lot of money? Maybe that's why she's included. So let her earn her money. Why does It's not illegal or wrong to, um, to make money. Oh, sorry. The live chat is moving very fast. I'm very behind. Um, she chose not to take Bravo's offer. She is the reason that she she's broke, not the cast. I agree. I think it's a cash grab. I mean, listen, I the only reason I say it's not a cash grab is because what Tom did was wrong and what he did was technically illegal and it fa- it yeah, it falls under eavesdropping and invasion of privacy laws and I think, you know, I think Tom was wrong. But if you really want to stick it to him, have him charged criminally. But it sounds like she just, she's like, bitch, but I have my money. Money by Monday, Randall. Rachel doing the ones and twos on that porn video pretending to be a DJ. Christy, I need to vet these before I put them on. Uh, 524 in the room. Hit the like button, guys. If you enjoyed today's deep dive, you can watch the rebroadcast or listen to it on the No Filter with Zach Peter podcast. We will have a new episode on Monday, so stay tuned. This was a bonus emergency episode that I'm just putting out there for everyone to tune in and consume. Hopefully it provides a little bit of clarity or answers at least some questions. Um, Hopefully it can debunk some of the um, misinformation that's out there, especially in relation to revenge porn or in relation to, you know, what Ariana may or may not have found or sent or distributed, you know, we'll see. Um, Nicole, I love your channel. Please come do a live show in Ohio. Thank you, uh, Nicole. I don't, I'm not doing any more live shows this year. Um, I've already told my team there's going to be a hard no. Um, but we'll see maybe in the future. Um, but I'm just taking a little break, taking a pause. We love your lighting, your lighting videos. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I didn't even have to show you my coochie. Can we all see Rachel for continuing to remind us about her coochie? I mean, listen, that's the only reason we're talking about it. Truly, the only reason we're talking about it. How can Rachel sue Tom when she was still in contact with him after Scandaval? That's another good point that people are making, Fabi. After she found out about the video, they filmed it on Vanderpump Rules. They decided to edit it out of Vanderpump Rules. That way, um, it didn't further embarrass her. She continued to have a relationship with Sandoval in the weeks after the scandal broke up to her being in her mental facility. She offered to let Sandoval live in her apartment. So I'm sure his legal team will bring all of that into question next. Hi, Danny. Listen, I'm no prude. I certainly have looked up people when they come out with the tape, but this one is a hard pass. Yeah, I don't think I'm really interested in seeing this one, even if it were out there. Zach, you should do a tour in Canada. We love you. I appreciate that, my love. Um, when will when all of this first broke, I messaged Zach because he is unbiased and reports accurately. Thank you, Patty. Um, I appreciate that. Like I said, guys, I still have my opinions. I still throw a little shade. You're always still going to get what you get from me, and I is who I is. Okay. 
But if you are liking this, be sure to hit the like button if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening or watching this on Spotify, be sure to leave me a nice review. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, then please leave me a nice Apple Podcast review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Well, this is 10, but five stars, five. Let's get it, get it, get it. Um, they'll be bringing out the lightning bolt postcards. Oh yeah, the lightning bolt postcards. Good point, Michelle. I bet you any amount of money he is still hitting it. No, I don't think so. Um, honestly, is Rachel suing because her podcast sucks lemons? I mean, it's not doing very well. I'm glad you is who you is and that's why I'm here. I love that. I appreciate it. I think the network edited out the video combo to protect Sandoval, not Rachel. Uh, probably, but it, regardless, it was edited out and they do have the email correspondence where they do say, hey, we're not going to air this out of respect for Rachel. So, you know, that is there. Um, if it can't be settled, then it'll go to trial. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's with any lawsuit. Um, I'm so glad you did this. Thank you. I can't believe Mark and the rest of her attorneys even took this on. I mean, listen, they're going to take anything on. I mean, I was having this conversation with my mom last night. She's like, if they can't really pursue anything, then why even take on the case? And I'm like, it's for the reason all these Leah's attorneys and Brandy's attorneys, like they're all doing this, not necessarily for the payout, but for the exposure. It's great publicity for them. Good for them. They're getting their publicity. All right, guys, you can follow me at Just Plain Zach all over the internet if you want to keep up with me. Um, if you want to keep up with the podcast and all the latest tea, follow at No Filter with Zach on Instagram. Catch new episodes of No Filter with Zach Peter Monday through Thursday with bonus episodes on Friday. We stream live first thing in the morning on YouTube, and then all of that immediately goes directly onto the podcast feed. So be sure to tune into No Filter with Zach Peter all week long. And you can also check out my new podcast, Disaster Daters, with me and my friend Jeff. We are recapping our own disaster dating stories in addition to yours. So check out Disaster Daters, available on all podcast platforms to listen or watch it exclusively on Spotify. All right, guys, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. Ciao for now. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.